In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love all righty all righty folks how are you doing this evening you're locked and loaded right here on your favorite favorite show across the board live from america thank you for being here i am your ever so humbled god fearing and god loving Host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, broadcasting as always from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's an honor to be here with you every single day. It is hump day. We made it, folks. We're halfway through the week. We're closer, one more week closer to making America great again, again. But draining the swamp, usually when you say draining the swamp, you're thinking politically, which we're doing. Usually when you think of draining the swamp, you think of the school boards, which we're doing. When you think of draining the swamp, you think of Hollywood, which we are doing. When you think of draining the swamp, you think of um, your, your big tech and your mainstream media, which we have done. They're crippled. They're absolutely crippled in 22 months. But what we don't talk about enough is the demonic stranglehold that the devil has over our children and not only are our children but adults alike folks there are so many people out there that when you watch this next video when you see this video I'm about to show you you're going to get angry you're going to get upset but really one thing that I felt when I watched this video was pity and sadness I wish I could 
relieve these people of their troubles because these people, it isn't a mental illness that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is pure demonic possession. And there is no other way to describe what you are about to see next. This is a grown man caught red-handed trying to meet a 13-year-old boy. And like anybody else who gets caught red-handed, you've seen it on Project Veritas over and over again, they run. They drop what they're doing and they run. And they run as fast as they can. Why? Because they know that a light is about to be shined on uh, uh, all of their darkness. There's going to be a light that is shine, shining on all of their, uh, uh, their sins and their crimes. And they can't face themselves. One thing about the word of God is it convicts you. It turns a mirror on your soul. And that's what happens when these people get caught. They know they've done something wrong and they've got to run. But the demonic possession of these people is absolutely sad. Uh, let's go to this video right now, ladies and gentlemen. Viewer discretion advised. <clears throat> Why are you here to meet a 13-year-old boy? Why are you here to harass me? Why are you here to meet a 13-year-old boy? Are you trying to prevent me? I'm a weirdo? Yeah. Why do I have a picture of his asshole if I'm a weirdo? Why do I have a picture of his face? Look at it. Why do I have a picture of his face if I'm the weirdo? He's the weirdo trying to talk to a 13-year-old boy and you're calling me weird? That's funny. Who's weird? The person that's trying to meet up with the 13-year-old boy or the person that's trying to prevent him? The person that's trying to prevent him or the person that's weird doing it? Exactly. So you should, you should decide who's weird here. Uh, weird piece of uh, Why are you doing that to me? Please do, I'd rather die. Trying to meet up with little kids no. on the internet? Wow. Absolutely possessed. Demonic <sighs> evil. Can I just go poop? What? <sighs> this is like Legion. <sighs> when Jesus found Legion on that island. I'm calling the police on your dumb. And cast the evil into the crowd of pigs. That's what we're seeing here on a mass scale. Now watch this. Watch this. This is terrible. Oh! oh. What? Oh my god, it gets even better. It gets even better. Oh my god! Oh my god! Whoa! Hit and run! Call the police! Hit another car! Call the police! Wow! Hit and run! Call the police! Call the police! Call the police! You f***ed up, kid!
Call the police! You f***ed up, idiot! <laughs> Call the police! Be careful! Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> watch this, watch Just call the police, guys, I here. got the tags. Call the police. Call the police. Call the police. Call the cops, bro, I got the video. You don't need the video, just call the cops. Tackle this dumb There it is, folks. So, you know, you could say drugs, you could say alcohol, you could say medication, you can say messed up in the head. I say demons. I know demons when I see demons, and that's demons. I've had demons, that's demon. That is demonic. That is demonic, ladies and gentlemen, and it's sad. It is so very sad that our countries come to this. Now, what paves the way for this? Well, crime and lawlessness, Democrat rule, Democrat policies. Look at what happened when Rudy Giuliani took over New York. Not only did he stop the crime, but he cast out the evil. The evil spirit of New York was no longer within New York. This is what we need to do in this country. Because we decided as a whole that we were not going to kill babies at a national level anymore. God has now shined his light back on America. And with shining his light back on America, we're seeing things that we have never seen before on this level. Why? Because we're purging. We are purging right now. So I don't want you to be angry when you watch this video. I want you to be in prayer. I want you to be in prayer for that young man. Even though he's a pedo, I get it. But we can't, you know what, I'm, here's the thing, folks. What are, we out, what are we setting out to do? Making America great again. How do you make America great again? You cleanse out the bad. You can't just have the bad go back into the dark and wait until dark days again. We need these people to find Jesus. We are not the judges of these people's lives. Jesus is. God is. We need to drive out the evil. If you believe what I'm saying, if you understand and you feel what I'm saying, then please do me a favor if you're watching on social media, rumble, share, like, repost. And don't just repost to your pages, repost to messengers and groups. We need a, 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 a quick shot of, of the Lord everywhere, and I'm counting on you to do that. Now, before we get to the Lord, I would like to read this email from Mark Guthrie. He said, Jeremy and Eli, thanks for all you do. Thank you too, Mark. He says, if possible, on Tuesday's show, so we're a day late, can you give my wife and I a shout-out? Mark and Kim Guthrie, it's our 30th anniversary. September 5th is a big day for us. All right, well, I know it's a, I know it's a day late and a dollar short, but Mark and Kim Guthrie, happy anniversary to you. Here's to another 30. Here's to another 30 years of, of, of loving God, fearing God, and spreading the gospel together. There's nothing like a strong marriage. Speaking of strong marriage, let's go to the Lord right now because I've got something to read for you and we're going to read out of every day with Jesus. Divorce is not God's best. Now this comes from Mark 10.2, which says, and the Pharisees came to him and asked him, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife tempting him? The Pharisees didn't really want to know what Jesus thought about divorce. They didn't value his opinion. They were tempting him to get him entangled into the big dispute of their day, which was between the liberal and conservative views on divorce. 
This was a very emotional issue then, just as it is today. And they thought that they had Jesus in a no-win situation. Oh, they thought they had him again. Just like Trump, right? We've got him. The walls are closing in. However, as always, Jesus proved to be more than their match and gave them much more than they asked for. The Pharisees didn't question whether or not divorce was right. They took the right to divorce for granted. Instead of expounding on acceptable grounds for divorce, Jesus went to the root of the problem and showed that God never intended there to be divorce at all. If they really understood the extent of the one flesh covenant between husband and wife, they would not be looking for an excuse to get out of marriage. This approach amazed the Pharisees and brought forth the question, why did Moses in the law make provision for divorce? Jesus answered that divorce was permitted but never intended. Jesus said, permitted but never intended. God allowed something he hated because of the hardness of people's hearts. This was also true of polygamy and slavery. Once a person begins to ask, how can I get a divorce instead of how can I save my marriage? Their hearts have already been hardened and there is already a serious breach in the marriage. Jesus came to remove your hard heart and give you a heart of compassion. So don't allow your heart to be hard in any way. Whether or not you are married, decide today that divorce is your enemy and God's love and compassion will rule your heart and rule your mind. And then, and only then, will you walk in God's best in all your relationships. Marriage is so incredibly sacred, ladies and gentlemen, and it was intended to be from God to a man and a woman. This has nothing to do with homophobia. This has everything to do with God's law. And who am I to question God's law and God's standards? Amen? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I can bet you in that 30 years of marriage, they have seen ups, they have seen downs. I'm sure in 30 years of marriage, there have been talks of, should we stay together, should we not? But they stuck it out, ladies and gentlemen, and that, is a good piece of advice for every youngster out there. Get married and stick with it because nobody outside of God will be by your side like your significant other as long as you profess your love in front of God and under God. Folks, we're going to take our first commercial break and we will be right back with more LFA on RAV right after this. Stay tuned. All right, my friends, my brothers, my sisters in Christ, God bless you. Lisa Nakan says, asked my husband to marry me on our third date. You asked him? You asked him? Wow, that is incredible. That is incredible. Thank you for sharing that story with us. Um, Different Stripes is in the building. Jeremy, you know it, says Bobby Neal. Freddie Durf, getting married sounds like a headache, just saying. Ah, no, 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 it's, it, it sounds like that because of the way society says it, but getting married is the greatest thing on earth, greatest thing on earth, how you doing, Freddie, good to see you, my friend, and I appreciate the compliment on LFA TV, I really do, uh, 42 years next month, says Marita, how you doing, good to see you, Osborne says 10 years was strong enough through good, bad, uh, good and bad times, amen, 
Married 29 years on Sunday. Wow. And who put that $20 in? Who put that $20 in? Michelle, 818. Eli, Eli, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. Hey, by the way, for all those who are in the chats this morning, we have four winners that we're going to talk about at the end of next segment. So if you're here, you better stay here because we got a lot of winners. Please share the video out on Rumble, folks. We're just over 3,000. We love to break 5,000 in the day, 4,000 at night. I want to jump over to Getter real quick and say hi to our Getter family. We've got Frack 21 in there. It says 11 years. Never getting married again. <laughs> hey, hey, once smitten, twice shy, right? I got you. Marriage is not a word. It is a sentence, says Joan Q. Wow. Wow. Ronald Reagan signing the No Fault Divorce Act made it way too easy to get divorced. I agree with that, actually. I agree with that. 9-12 will be my anniversary, says Kathy. 34 years. And 9-11 is my birthday. Wow. Dries Monkey is in the building, RMA. By the way, you're going to start seeing a great commercial from RMA Apparel here very soon. Forrest Trump says, hey, Jeremy, I'm tired from work. Keep up the great work. I'm tired too, my friend. But you know what happens when you get tired? You go to the Lord, you open the Bible, you ask for heavenly courage and heavenly stamina, and all of a sudden you felt like you just took a 10-hour nap. Suzanne says 31 years. Amen. Um, got married on my birthday, October 24th. Wow. And don't worry, Getter people, we'll give away to you too. We'll give away to you too, but we want to encourage people to have a profile on Rumble so they're in the chat. We want people in the chat. We want to talk to people in the chat. Bushy, can't chat at 11 o'clock show. Hmm, don't know why. By the way, folks, there is now two shows per stream on Rumble for the morning show. So if you want to watch me, then you go to the first part of the 11 and 12 o'clock show, and then Crispy comes on after that. If you want to watch Antonio, he comes on at 9, and then Loud Majority comes on after that. So just take the bar at the bottom and scroll through uh, to whatever show you want to watch, okay? They're not just single shows anymore, okay? Except for this show at 5 o'clock. This show is. Hey, Michelle Groff, you're, I think you're going to want to stay tuned. I think you were a winner today. Just saying. Anyway, here we go. Let's come back from this commercial break. And welcome back to Live from America. God bless each and every one of you for being here. Thank you so very much. It's an honor. And I encourage you to follow me on all my social media platforms, including Rumble and Getter. You can go to jeremyharrell.com. You can scroll down to the social media links, and you can quick connect over to the website, okay? I mean, to the, uh, to the social media site of your, of your preference. Here we go. Lift your cups up, and let's have our first slurp of the evening. All right, New York City, Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams. By the way, that's my new nickname for Eric Adams, Eric 8th Grade Adams, because every time that man speaks, he sounds like he's got an 8th grade education. I'm not kidding you. I'm not saying that to be mean in any way, shape, or form, but Eric Adams might be the dumbest person alive when it comes to -to face-to-face, one-on-one conversation. I have never seen anybody outside of Joe Biden with dementia talk so incredibly stupid as Eric 8th grade Adams, mayor of New York City. But here, but hey, the first and foremost section is not to run him down because of his education or his clear uh, lack of ability to just, you know, speak like an adult. He sounds like a child with a speech impediment. But anyway, why we are really talking about New York City Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams is because <laughs> you're not going to believe this. So much like Muriel Bowser and much like Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, 
Uh, Eric Adams is sick and tired of the illegal aliens flooding his city bus by bus. He is sick and tired of that racist bigot, Governor Abbott. He is sick and tired of anybody who is busing illegal aliens to his city, but I thought they were so welcoming. I thought they were welcoming people with open arms. I don't think that's the case. But anyway, New York City Eric, uh, Mayor Eric Adams has sent, get this, a fact-finding delegation. I wonder who that is. You think it could be PolitiFake? PolitiFact? You think it could be the USA Today? Maybe the Associated Press? I don't know. But he has sent a fact-finding delegation to the southwestern U.S. border as Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues busing uh, illegal criminals to Mayor Eric Adams and other U.S. major cities that talk so kindly about being a sanctuary city and welcome illegal criminals. Now, the New York delegation met Tuesday with Border Patrol officials near the Rio Grande River in Texas, where hundreds of illegal aliens enter the United States daily. Abbott says he's sending illegal aliens to liberal-leaning cities like New York, Chicago, and Washington, D.C., because his border state is continuously under economic pressure to provide for them, while also trying to make the political point that he, uh, that the county's immigrant policies need to change. By the way, I think that uh, he should just declare an, an invasion of the southern border and call it a wrap, but that's just me. Now, Adams' office says it sent a delegation to Texas to gather information that it, uh, that it's, um, because it's being stonewalled by Abbott. Quote, we've sent members of the team down on a fact-finding mission. Ooh, sounds riveting. To hear directly from the folks on the ground, along with the southern border, and get the real answers that we're not getting from Texas. Do you want the real answers? Call up Ben Berkwam. All you got to do is call my colleague and my brother from another mother, Ben Berkwam, and he'll give you all the footage you need. You don't need to talk to Abbott. You don't need to talk to authorities that you don't believe and trust because they're one different, they're a political party that's different than yours. Just call Ben Berkwam. He will send you all the footage you need. And trust me, I said his footage would put people in jail someday. But anyway, they don't, we've sent them down and we're not getting, we're getting railroaded. We want real answers. Real answers. Including whether they're sending asylum seekers to New York City, even if they prefer to go elsewhere. The mayor's press secretary, Fabian Levy, told Fox News, who cares where they prefer to go? Where would you like to go? What state would you like to go to, Mr. or Mrs. Criminal Illegal Alien? Oh, I'd like to go to New Mexico. You got it. Who cares where they want to go? They don't have a choice. They don't have American rights. They have human rights, but they do not have the rights of an American. Who cares where they want to go? It doesn't matter what they want. Adams' office has called Abbott unresponsive to the demands for information and accuses him of trying to turn the issue of record illegal, um, uh, record illegal aliens crossing the border into a political sideshow. You're damn right. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, because that's what you made it by not securing the border and building the wall, you scumbag eighth grade education moron. Still, New York will continue to welcome asylum seekers. What's the difference? None of these people are actually seeking asylum from anything except for something that the Biden administration caused to get them here. So he sent his fact-finding team down there to find out the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. 
Now I want to get to the real, real, real meat and potatoes of the first and foremost section, and that is this. Former FBI boss Kevin Brock has, been, has gone on record to say that he believes that this entire FBI raid case will be thrown out. I called that from the beginning, and if he's right, then we know, then we know that all of this was just another 24-hour smear campaign, kick the can down the road, demonize President Trump, demonize President Trump supporters, say it was the nuclear codes, which we know it wasn't, say it was this or that, which we know it wasn't. You've got nothing. And now that a special master has been appointed, you are screwed. The FBI warrant to search President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago may be thrown out entirely in court, according to a former FBI boss, Kevin Brock. News broke over Labor Day weekend that Trump had been granted the legal win when the federal judge, Eileen um, Cannon, ordered a special master to review the documents seized uh, at the Trump's home. I think the government would be concerned as well because there's concern that the search warrant itself was overly broad from the get-go, Kevin Brock said. Because the scope that they were looking for has every single document generated during the Trump administration, that just seems too inexcusably overbroad. Now there's indication that they, the FBI, collected far uh, far more evidence than they were authorized to collect. Brock said that he believes that the search warrant could be suppressed entirely. I agree, too, because they went entirely out of the scope and jurisdiction of the uh, of the search warrant by searching rooms they should not have searched, taking documents they had no right to take, and then returning them because they're like, oops, our bad. Now, he says, if I'm a prosecutor, I'm concerned going forward that this search warrant could be suppressed and for those types of reasons and they would lose access to anything that was collected throughout the search as fruit of the poisonous tree, Brock continued. So I think that's going to be in the back of their minds. Brock also criticized the FBI on how they raided Trump's home and how usually when the FBI does investigations, they try to take the least intrusive route possible at first. All you had to do was call President Trump. He said that from the very beginning. He says, quote, you go into the home, you set up a system where those things that you seize are all documented, said Brock, explaining how FBI searches typically work. They're given a specific tracking number, a barcode, and each piece has gone through meticulously before they leave the premises to make sure that, the, that it's within the scope of the document because just one thing that goes outside of the scope of the uh, search warrant could throw the whole thing in jeopardy. And they took hundreds of things outside of the scope and search rooms that they were not allowed to search. That's why President Trump's holding off on that of that footage. That's why he said. And there's only one part. uh, There's only he said. And that's only one part. Part two is the warrant is the warrant is not to be overly broad as to what parts of the residence can be searched. You can only search those things where it's reasonably expected that you would find the type of evidence that you're looking for. Not in Barron's bedroom, not in Melania's closet, you sick, sick cross-dressing freaks. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this opportunity before we go to this next commercial break because we've got some winners to announce. And by the way, I believe that entire thing. I believe that entire thing. I believe the Trump raid case will be completely thrown out. They've got nothing. They knew they had never had anything. The only thing they were after was crossfire hurricane documents to show them what Trump had on them. And the fact that they don't have them and they're saying Trump did obstruction of justice because he took the things that we wanted. What things did you want? Tell us. 
Tell us and be transparent. What things did President Trump take that you wanted? They won't say that. They won't say that. They'll, they'll lie and say it was nuclear codes or something stupid like that. They know better. They know better. Now, ladies and gentlemen, earlier on our morning show, we said we were picking four winners today from the LFA audience. Four winners who are in our Rumble chat. I would like to announce those winners and what those people win right now. Please share the video. And the first thing is going to, the first, um, the first prize is going to go to Texas Deb 22 on Rumble. And Texas Deb 22 on Rumble wins an 11 by 17 handcrafted, hand uh, crafted armor of God plaque that has every piece of armor listed on it. This is a $200 value. And um, Texas Deb 22 wins this outright. All you have to do is email lfaproducer at gmail.com. Only the people who won. Don't inundate him because he won't, he won't read the others. LFAproducer at gmail.com in Texas, Deb22. We will get you out your Armor of God plaque. Now, the second winner, which is going to win a You, um, a you Can't Beat God hoodie, is Michelle Goff. Michelle Goff on Rumble. You win a You Can't Beat God hoodie sweatshirt. Again, email LFAproducer at gmail.com. We've got Greg77 that will win a You Can't Beat God t-shirt. Greg77, you win a You Can't Beat God t-shirt. Please uh, email lfaproducer at gmail.com. And one more here, Amber Wolf, you win a You Can't Beat Trump hat that says endorsement record 99% and impeachment record 2-0. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Amber Wolf, Greg 77, Michelle Goff, and Texas Deb 22. You guys all win. God bless you. I love rewarding my uh, LFA family uh, because they reward me and my family so very much. So having said that, those are our winners. We're going to go to another commercial break here on R-A-V-L-F-A. We will be back. And when we come back, we've got somebody that wants Mayor Lori Lightfoot's job. I want him to have her job, too. We'll be right back right after this. All right, all right, all right. Lucky winners in the building. How you doing, you guys? All right, you guys, want that, those were some great gifts that we got to send out. We picked one winner from each show. That means if you watch Loud Majority, if you watch Antonio Sabato and It's My Turn, if you watch Mike, Mike Crispy's Unafraid or Jeremy Harrell's Live from America Every Day, we're going to pick one winner every day to send a nice gift to. Now, they won't always be as extravagant as that. That was our inaugural, uh, you know, that, this is our first try at this. But make sure, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, that you watch every day, and you have to be in the Rumble chat to win. That means you got to have a profile. you got to make a profile on Rumble, all right? Um, but don't worry. We'll, we'll do nighttime winners as well, and we'll do getter winners as well. we got to be fair to everybody. Got to be fair to everybody. All right. Before we bring in our guest, I'd like to say, ladies and gentlemen, where are all my Field of Greens users at out there? Raise your hand if you're a Field of Greens user and let me know how it's been for you because I can tell you right now it has absolutely changed my life. And why has it changed my life? Because never in my life have I had spinach, parsley, kale, barley grass, wheat grass, uh, spirulina, chorella, green pepper, Green apple, green banana, sweet potato, broccoli, prebiotic fibers, strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, tart cherry, pomegranate, cranberry, 
Beet organic gin, uh, uh, beets, organic ginger, licorice, turmeric, green tea. I've never, I've never consumed all of that. I've never consumed all of that separately in my life, let alone all at one time. And when you do that, the first month is rough. But after that, folks, boy, let me tell you, it changes your entire life. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Pick out which one you want. They're about $60 a pop, but that's cheaper than buying all of that stuff for your monthly um, consuming anyway. And I'll tell you what, it'll be the best $60 you ever spend. Use the promo code LFA and become a healthy LFA family member. Again, fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. All right, now, before we come back from this commercial break, let me make sure that I have got our guest of the day. Bradley Laborman is in the building. Bradley, can you see and hear me okay, sir? Yes, I can. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well, too. Thank you very much. You know what? Uh, One thing that I want is to see you win. I want to see Lori Lightfoot gone just as much as you do. I am an Illinois native myself. I am from the great state of Illinois, so I am very, very happy to have you on. I know you watch the show a lot. Uh, give the LFA family who's on social media a quick uh, hello before we come back from this break. What's up, everybody? I was going to open up the chat, but then I thought, no, I'll just watch it later. So. <laughs> there you go. Watch it later. <laughs> get the chat later. All right, right, Bradley. Hey, I thank you. You know what? Uh, this show has always been about grassroots, everybody just getting off the couch and, and, and getting involved. That's exactly what you've done. I really want to pinpoint that, and I really want to pinpoint what we're going to do to make sure that we hold Lori Lightfoot accountable in this interview, all right? Okay. All right, brother. We'll be right. We'll be right back with you. Just hang tight. Okay. All right. And we're back here on RAV where you get real news and honest views. And of course, I'm Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show. God bless you. And thank you for being here every single night. You guys, especially staying up, you know, late at night watching this on the getter chat. Big shout out to the RAV mod. Big shout out to the RAV chat and everybody who uh, pitches in there as well. Folks, tonight, I want to bring on a guest uh, who's going to take on Lori Lightfoot. And the great thing about taking on somebody like a Lori Lightfoot or taking on somebody like an, uh, an Eric 8th Grade Adams or a Gavin Gaslight Newsom is that the thing they fear most is us, regular everyday people. They don't fear politicians that they've known for years. They don't fear people coming out of the state legislature that, that often, unless they're a MAGA candidate. They don't, feel, they don't fear people coming out of the state Senate, go running for governor or anything like that. They fear you. They fear mama bears. They fear papa bears. They fear uh, people who have children in the public school. That's who they fear most. And over the last 22 months, we've been able to spark a movement that is so big. It's got wheels of its own. It's got life of its own. It's got a breath of its own. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is who we're highlighting tonight. Please welcome to the show for Chicago Mayor Bradley Laborman. And the greatest part about him is his website, Make All Chicago Safe again.com bradley thank you and welcome to the show jeremy thank you for having me on the show i appreciate it so much hey you know what anybody who's willing to go after Lori lightfoot i'm all ears i'm all ears i am ready i am ready in fact today i i've got to tell you a story that just happened to me today before i came on was i uh was trying to set up uh winred which is another donation platform to to use because I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna, if I want contributions, I want them to come from conservative people. And so I, I was setting up the site, and they said, even though this is a, a nonpartisan election, you have to get the approval from the Chicago GOP, which took me forever 
of course to, try to get a hold of yeah to get a hold of the chicago gop and chicago gop at first thought i had to get an endorsement they thought they and they said do you have two million dollars uh and i said no i don't have two million dollars that's why i'm trying to set up this one this this uh, fundraising so i can get some sort of money you know i've been driving uber right now to to fund my campaign and they said uh fifty thousand signatures and and um $2 million is what you're going to need to get this done. And I, and, and they said, we're not endorsing anybody right now. So wait, 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 I, hold on, hold on. So I'm sorry to cut you off. They said that you need 50,000 signatures and $2 million just to get the endorsement of the GOP? Just to get, well, to get on the ballot. Because the ballot list is, here's the deal. The ballot is uh, 12,500 signatures. But Chicago's long game is they go after everybody's signatures because they try to avoid out people's signatures. So we had a plan going in. I've got a couple of volunteers right now. Hopefully I'll start getting more as the contributions come in. But the plan was that we were going to get like 25,000 signatures. That'd be a good, nice buffer in case people sure. try to get it, whatever. He's like, nope, they're going to they're gonna hire people. They're going to do whatever. You need to get 50,000 signatures. And I'm like, well, that's why I'm trying to get on this link so I can start doing events, so I can start doing things because yeah, yeah. I'm confident it's going to happen. And he said, we're not endorsing anybody right now because we don't you know, I think they're afraid. I, I hate to say it and I hate to turn, turn them against me already, but I feel like they're, they're just concerned about they're, they're afraid. And I'm like, uh, trust in me. I'm here. I, I want to take her on. I'm ready to take her on. And it's exactly what you said. I'm not one of these other candidates. I'm not one of these politicians that she's used to. Lori got in there because everybody thought she was different. And then when she got in there, everybody realized she was just like everybody else. And I'm trying to get in there now. And and I think it should be an easy situation. There are 11 people running against me, and they're all liberals. It would, it, in my brain, sense-wise, there's a whole group of conservatives that are not being accounted for, and they're and they just don't go out and vote because they don't have the candidate to vote for, and that's going to be me. Well, that's because the GOP and all. That's why we got. That's that's why we got to get rid of the GOP. Look, I don't care that you have a big name or a small name. If you're putting your name on that line to run, then you're putting your life on the line in 22. That's just the way it is. You're putting your oh, yeah, life definitely. on the line. You're putting your reputation on the line. You're putting your family's safety on the line. And I would rather have a regular, everyday person like you who's out there driving Uber now to try to fund, fund this campaign because the GOP is holding you back. And you're right. This is their long game. If you're not a bureau if you're not somebody that they can push around, if you're not somebody that they can control like a rhino, then they don't want anything to do with you. And in all these states, you know, when I was down in Arkansas, it was like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars just to get on the ballot. Why is that the way that is? Why do we have to pay money that we don't have to run for office? That is their way of keeping you out. Yeah, exactly. And so I said to them, I said, OK, well, in November, when everybody's talking about me, I'll be looking for you to, to try to endorse me then because... Once you see that I am going to be the one that wins mayor, then you are going to want to be a part of, of what I'm doing. Is there and a MAGA crowd there? Is there a MAGA conservative crowd in Chicago? There, there, there is a, a MAGA conservative crowd. I've met a lot of them because of Getter. I was also on another platform called Clapper uh, that, that I'm on. That was a very strong conservative platform. It was like the conservative version of TikTok, actually, which was incredible, in my opinion. And so I was on there. I met a lot of people through there. Uh, went to a couple rallies. I mean, it, there is a strong group and they're just in hiding and that's unfortunate. Yeah, they're scared. They're, they're, well, that's because they're in Chicago. It's, it's, yeah. it's easier to walk. It's easier to walk down the streets of South Chicago as a white guy with a, with a MAGA hat on 
uh, right now uh, than it is to uh, I mean, uh, than, than to come out as a political candidate in Chicago as a MAGA candidate or as a Trump supporter or something like that. Oh, yeah. You, you'll die. They'll kill you. I mean, it's that bad. Yeah. Folks, I'm from Illinois, okay? I'm not from Chicago, but I spent a lot of time in Chicago, a lot of time in Rockford. Shout out to Peggy Hubbard, by the way, in Illinois. Do you know Peggy Hubbard? By the way, no, I don't. I don't know. Peggy I'm going to link you up with Peggy Hubbard. Peggy's a big conservative there. She's a big MAGA supporter there. We tried to get her on the show last week. We're going to get her back on. You got to connect with some of these people because they will help you out. They're doing the same thing to Chris Rose in West Virginia. Um, they're doing the same thing to Chris Rose in West Virginia. They're trying to make it so he can't run. The GOP is doing everything they can to keep MAGA candidates away from office. Now, Lori Loudfoot last week, right? We're a welcoming city. We're a sanctuary oh city. We yes. love this. We love that. And all of a sudden, she gets some busloads of illegals, and then she freaks out, right? This is this is Lori in a nutshell, dear. Okay, listen. Uh, she she wants, she's like, opens it up for tourism, right? She says, everybody come in after after everything. She's like, everybody come in and do tourism, do tourism. She doesn't, she doesn't think. That's the problem with everybody in Chicago that's in politics. They don't think of the long term. They don't plan stuff out. Like, if I'm inviting people over to my house, I at least clean up my house first or right. I close my bedroom door so they can't look in my bedroom or right, what's right, going on, right? Right. Right? She comes in. She's like, come on, tourists. Come on in. And then meanwhile, when you see the people that are getting shot, when you see the people that are getting stabbed, when you see the people that are getting run over, you see that they're not from Chicago. They're coming from other places. And that means they're tourists. The same thing with this. She... She, she says, oh, he's xenophobic and all this stuff. No, he's not. You invited them in. You said, we'll take them. That's ever, California said that. New York said that. Chicago has said that. Lori has said, oh, we'll take them. Yeah, bust them in. And she freaks out over 50 people on a bus. I know. And, and, and by the way, ridiculous. and it showed her racism. It showed her uh, bigotry. And it showed her hatred for those same people that she said that she welcomed. And then she ends the, in the entire rant with, and we'll pay to bust them here. Then why are you complaining about it, lady? Why are you she complaining does, about she it? She does not support the Latino community. Not and at I all. Know that oh, not at I, all. I, I went to an event uh, early on, and they when I first got there, they said, "We're you know we have, we can't play favorites. We're not going to say that you're running for mayor or anything like that. You know, you're just part of the event." And I looked around. Nobody, not even the older person from their community, was at this event. It was the first annual event. It was to benefit uh, a women's shelter. Uh, it was an incredible event. By the end of the day, they were like, this is Bradley Laberman. He's running for mayor. He actually showed up. You know, I, I would expect Lori to just make an appearance. Yeah, no. And the same thing, I've, I've been to several events and people are like, good luck. You're running against 11 other people. And I'm like, great. Where are they? Yeah, I'm where are this they? Event. Well, they're that's not the thing. here. They don't have to show up anymore, uh, Bradley. After, uh, after they yeah. cheated in 2020, they have ways where they don't even have to debate anymore. I'll yeah. tell you that, but I'll tell you, yeah, you keep wearing shirts like that and everybody's going to know who you are. You wear the, you wear that shirt to that campaign. You wear it on the debates. You wear it on the campaign trail and you set yourself apart just like Fetterman does with his stupid hoodies everywhere. Yeah. This will be a lot better. At least well, this shows. I, first off, I wash these. That's the number one yeah. thing. <laughs> right. and, and my friends said, they said, what are you going to do with your Hawaiian shirts after you win? And I said, I'm going to wear them. Because you, people are voting for me because I'm me. Yeah. I'm not going to all of a That's sudden right. get in there and change who I am. That's right. You know, I, so I'm going to do what I can. This, it was very, it, it wasn't discouraging. It was just disappointing to having that conversation with uh, Chicago GOP this morning. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I know that I can go out. I've been trying to use Getter as a platform. I'm, you know, I, I'm not trying, the person above me, 
uh, contributions wise, they're at a hundred thousand dollars contribution. No, a thousand dollars contribution wise. I made five hundred bucks so far. I'm going to. I I don't think that's going to be a problem on platforms like these. So Bradley, how oh, we got we got like thirty seconds. How can people in Chicago? Where can they go to sign this signature uh, to, to get a signature for you? And also, where that can they go to donate and help raise some money for you? All right, two things. One, they can just go to my website. They can go to makeallchicagosafeagain.com, or they can just go to votelaborman.com. That's another way they can get there. And they can just sign up. They can sign up. They can sign up for the newsletter. I'll let them know where we're going to be at. But here's the interesting thing. There's no campaign contribution limits because we've got a millionaire running, and he self-funded himself for $8 million. So I got a letter from the state saying, you can take as many contributions as you want from anybody in the United States. Boom. So Boom. you can go to, go to the same website I just said, makeallchicagosafeagain.com, votelaborman.com, and you can contribute right there. And any contribution that you can give me is is I, I'm going to appreciate it. It's going to help me feed my volunteers. I got volunteers working now that are just feeding themselves. They're very happy to just help me get signatures. I want to take care of them. I want to get them gas when they need I gas. I, I want to take care of people. I, I, I appreciate volunteers and I want to get more volunteers and I want to reach out to the schools. I want to reach out to different places. And I know I'm going to make a difference. And, you know, I'm just going to sit back and wait and wait for Trump to be like, Hey, that guy knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. What's up, well, Hawaii shirt guy? We got we got to get you on a bigger stage. That's why I, that's why I wanted you to come on. We've got to get rid of these evil demonic people, and she is one of them. Just look at the black sockets around her eyes. Anyway, Bradley, thank you for coming on. God bless you, thank sir. You. God bless you for standing up and just going out there and doing it. It takes guts. We appreciate you, and we'll have you back on soon. Okay. All right, thank you. You have a great day. God bless you, sir. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Bradley Laborman for Chicago Mayor. Hey, if you want Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot gone, there's not a lot of options running against her right now. And you just seen right there what he said, what the GOP is trying to do to him there. It's all loving. It's all fun and games until somebody gets their eye sockets poked out. Beetlejuice. Anyway, <laughs> folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on RAV. We will be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. All righty, look at that. We got $100 from Patriot Donnie. He said Eli might be hungry. And we got T-Turk 65, 50 bucks for Bradley's campaign. I will make sure he gets that. I will make sure that he gets that. One thing about this Life from America family, not only do we help out our family, but we help people that are running against people like her, people like Gavin Newsom, people like Eric 8th Grade Adams, and people like Muriel Bowser. These people are sick in the head. And the only reason they got there is because they had somebody to put them in the limelight and give them some backing. Same reason Obama became president. Who in the H-E-double hockey sticks was Barack Hussein Obama, a no-name senator who got a lot of people to put money behind him because he said that he would smooch and smooch and smooch and kiss their rear ends and do anything that they wanted him to do. Kiss the ring, Obama. Shut up. And that is how politics is done. Trust me. I've seen it firsthand. These people are sick in the head. And I will take a regular, everyday, average, backyard barbecuing, God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving, patriot, MAGA-supporting, Trump-loving man wearing a Hawaiian shirt over any demonic, disgusting, black eye socket, evil woman like Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot. Look at that. I love his shirt. Amen. 
Amen. We already got campaign contributions coming in. We got $20 here, $10 there, all for Bradley. Hey, you know what? He might win. He might not. He might lose. Who knows? But you know what? We have got to get off our carcasses and we've got to help these people as well. And if a dollar helps, a dollar helps. I didn't bring him on for donations. I brought him on so he could, so people could know who he is. If you end up donating to him, go right to his site and do it as well. Okay? Make all Chicago safe again. Dot com. All right. Let's come back from this commercial break because we've got some pretty explosive news to tell you moving forward. So here we go. Back right here on LFA Live from America. Thank you very much to the RAV audience, to the LFA family. We're raising money uh, for, for, for him right now, for his campaign. We're raising money for people to help him out. Tomorrow we've got a new Slurp Fund recipient to raise money for, and he was actually on our Coffee Talk Tuesdays. By the way, if you don't have Telegram, get Telegram. Follow Live from America and join in on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Coffee Talk. You can call in and say what's ever on your mind. We always have a great time, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get into this. Do you remember the crime story that I did two days ago where I told you about the Las Vegas TV uh, uh, pundit out there in Las Vegas who was stabbed outside of his home, and pretty much we didn't have any other details at that time, even from the police department? Well, we've got details now. And it might be politically motivated. Scary times. Let's get into it. Here we go. The police have searched a Democrat county official's home in connection with the Las Vegas Review-Journal reporter's murder. A Democrat's home, a county official's home, for the murder of this guy right here and putting him on my screen for those listening on iHeartRadio and other platforms. We showed you this guy the other day. But he was murdered, stabbed right outside of his home Saturday night. And now we might be getting a little bit of insight as to what really happened. His name was Jeff German. Law enforcement on Wednesday served search warrants in connections with the murder of Las Vegas Review-Journal investigative reporter Jeff German. Police officers were spotted at the home of Robert Tellis. T-E-L-L-E-S, a county official that Jeff German had been reporting on recently. Well, how about that? Tell us a Democrat lost his reelection bid in June primary after Jeff German exposed the hostile work environment in the Democrat official's office. Jeff German had also recently filed a public records request on emails and text messages between Tellus and others in his office the Las Vegas Journal Review uh, Journal reported. Tellus reportedly had an inappropriate relationship with a subordinate staffer. Tellus has denied these accusations. Authorities served search warrants Wednesday morning, today, in connection with the slaying of the Las Vegas Review Journal investigative reporter Jeff German. Around 7 a.m., reporters observed uniformed officers and police vehicles outside the home of Clark County Public Administrator Robert Tellis's home, who had been the focus of the recent reporting by German. Shortly after 9 a.m., police said that they were serving search warrants in the 7200 block of Bronze Circle, where the killing occurred. No further information will be provided at this time, police said. Now, German spent months reporting on the turmoil surrounding Robert Tellis's oversight of the office. 
The 45-year-old Democrat lost his re-election bid in June's primary after German's findings were published. He was ahead in the polls prior to that. Sound fishy? I think so. German also had recently filed public records requests to get text messages between TELUS and three other county officials. Those officials are Assistant Public Administrator Rita Reed, a state coordinator, Roberta Lee Kennett, and consult, uh, consultant Michael Murphy. Lee Kennett was identified in the previous stories as a subordinate staffer allegedly involved in the inappropriate relationship. German's death came months after he reported that current and former employees alleged that TELUS fueled a hostile work environment and carried on sexual relationships that impaired the office's ability to deal with the public. The complaints led to the co-workers secretly videotaping the two in the backseat of Lee, Lee Kennett's car in a parking garage. The story also conclude, included claims of bullying and favoritism. Vegas police on Monday released surveillance images of the suspect in the stabbing death of the Las Vegas reporter. Now, let's, can we pull these up on the screen? Now, of course, they dressed incognito, right? They dressed incognito. Here's a picture right here. That is the picture of the person who did the stabbing. Of course, you're not going to be able to tell who it is. And these days of wearing masks and everything's normalized, right? Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, I think the Democrats are at a whole new level of criminal activity. And if they even get investigated, that's why they want James O'Keefe dead so bad. That's why they want people like Steve Bannon dead so bad. That's why Ben Berkwam's life is at stake every single day he wakes up until the day, until the minute he closes his eyes, and even while he's asleep. Folks, it's an incredibly dangerous time to be a reporter or a person broadcasting and reporting that news that the investigative reporter goes out there and gets. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, it is so imperative for you to share, share, share. And just to be on record saying so, I am not suicidal. I love my life. I love Jesus. I love my family. My family loves me. We have zero turmoil. There's no hidden secrets. There's no skeletons. I've told everybody about everything in my life for very specific reasons. It's about transparency, truth, honesty, God, and Jesus Christ. And there is no way that I or anybody in my family would ever commit suicide. I feel I got to say that right now. I feel I got to say that. And that's incredibly scary to feel that I have to say that. Now we're going to move on and we're going to talk about voter fraud for a minute. Um, because uh, voter fraud right now is a, uh, is a massive thing. But here's the thing, folks. The voter fraud, all you have to do to find the voter fraud is, is have a list of the, of the registered voters. And then go to the address of the list of that registered voter. And that's what regular people are doing all over the country right now, folks. They're getting FOIA requests. They're getting the public information that they need to find out who's on the voting rolls. And they're going to make sure the voting rolls are clean. The voting rolls are the hotbed of fraud. Let me say that again. Your voting rolls in your state are the hotbed um, location for fraud. And all you have to do as a regular citizen is canvas, and you will find out how much voting, uh, voter fraud there is. Now, I want to go to Michigan real quick, to East Lansing, Michigan. Raise your hand if you're from East Lansing, Michigan, or around the area. Because as, as uh, citizens there have got sick and tired of their state and local government giving them any information, doing anything about the election fraud, they decided to take matters into their own hands. It's not illegal to do so. But they are putting themselves at risks to do this. 
Middle-aged women are getting together in groups. Retired women, even. Things that they should not have to do, but this is their calling. This is their fight. They're going out and they're canvassing, and you know what they're finding? They're finding people registered to vote at fraternity houses that are women. Women's names to vote at fraternity houses. There's ballots cast from addresses that don't exist and multiple dead voters just in, little, uh, just in East Lansing. And you know who's finding this out? Regular, every single day people like Ann Hill. Ann Hill requested a copy of East Lansing's uh, Michigan voter rolls. And what she came to find was absolutely incredible, folks. 165 ineligible voters, right? Addresses of records that do not exist. 165. Uh, 58 people were deceased. 1,738 people were um, addresses to closed dorm rooms. 767 people address of records sold prior to September 30th, 2020, so before the election. 526 invalid residences at fraternities, sororities, or co-op addresses. 5,718 had moved. Registered voters no longer living in the recorded addresses. A sum of 9,077 voters that should have never voted or don't exist. And that is just in little tiny area of Michigan that these women decided to go out and do themselves. They canvassed themselves. This, they said, this is us getting involved. Now, will anything happen because of this? I don't know. But truth should always be revealed. And when truth is revealed, the darkness runs. And when the darkness runs, then God wins. You can't beat God. Maybe you should do this in your area. Maybe you thought about doing this. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, everyday average people are getting involved. Just like that guy running for uh, for mayor of Chicago. Everyday average people getting involved. And I love seeing it. This is Grassroots. We'll be right back. That's grassroots, ladies and gentlemen. That's cojones. That's cojones. People like Ann Hill are national heroes. I don't care if if Fox News doesn't uh, highlight it. I don't care if RAV doesn't highlight it. I don't care who highlights. I'm going to highlight it. These people are heroes. These people are absolute heroes. Bradley Laberman, hero. Hero because these people don't have to do this. They should not have to do this when they're retired and they're trying to live life out with their families. They shouldn't have to do this. But these dirty politicians and these brainwashed evil losers out there have caused us to do this. We have to do this now to save our country. You know what? What I want to do right now, I want to give the Smarty Award right now. Let's go ahead and go give the Smarty Award to Ann Hill of Lansing, Michigan. I don't even know her. I have no idea who she is, but I'm going to give her a Smarty Award. And if anybody does know her, or if anybody can find her, let her know that we gave her the Smarty Award right here on Live from America, folks. We're at 999 Rumbles, folks. We need... 300 more rumbles before we end, and I think this next story is going to do it, all right? But before we get there, folks, let's give a big shout-out right now to Gold Co. Gold Co. has done a lot for us. I got to tell you, they've done a lot for us. Their sponsorship has been able to bridge the gap for us to even be able to bring on new hosts and even give them a little crumbs. You think that Mike Crispy's making a lot of money doing this? You think that Antonio Sabato's making a lot of money doing this or Loud Majority is doing this? No. 
No, we give them what we can. Take a little bit of money from sponsorships. Take a little bit of money from here and from there and just try to make everybody happy. They want to do this for the right reason, and so does GoldCo. Now, GoldCo is a company. They make money. But they know that the people that are making the money and the people that have their homes in check and their nest eggs are conservatives. And they have no problem sponsoring us. So have no problem calling them at least. Give them some time of your day. Just let them talk to you about what they can do for you. All right? We're not all rich, but some of us have a savings. I don't, but most of you do. So secure your nest egg for retirement today with actual gold and silver. Proud sponsor, Gold Co. of Live from America. The last time the economy looked this bad, Obama was in charge. And before that, Bush. So all you got to do is put your money in real silver and gold, whether it be coins, whether it be IRAs, whatever, 855-559-3433, or just go to goldco.com, folks. Let them know that Live from America sent you. We got the link in the description of the Rumble page. Check it out there. It'll be a quick connect over for you, okay? Happy birthday to Calpurnia. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Calpurnia, or whatever your real name is. Happy birthday to you. God bless you. And by the way, if you have not rumbled this morning's shows with, uh, with um, Antonio Sabato and Loud Majority, please go do that. We want to take over the top leaderboard at Rumble. Speaking of Rumble, stay tuned for this, met, for this uh, story. Here we go. Of course, we're live right back here on Real America's Voice News. I'm, li- I'm live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. This is live from America. I'm not live from America, and this is Jeremy Harrell, although one in the same. Thank you for being here for, uh, with us tonight, folks. I got some great news to tell you. How many of you watch my show or any other people's show during the day on Rumble? How many of you know what Rumble is? Well, if you don't know what Rumble is and you've never spent much time there, you're going to want to know about it now. Breaking news as Rumble has set a new record for traffic as Gen Z users... Um, The Gen Z user growth surges on because of big tech censorship. Check this out. Rumble has broke new records in August, increasing their monthly active users to get this, folks. 78 million people every day are using Rumble. The platform is right now seeing a 77% year-over-year growth. Much of that growth came from Gen Z users between the ages of 18 and 24. This is the beginning of the end for YouTube. Getter was the beginning of the end for Twitter. And True Social will be the beginning of the end for Facebook. That growth was strong in the United States and strong in in Canada, as well as 63 million increase or 130% year-over-year growth. When you look at the data, and especially our 60 million MAUs in the U.S. and Canada, it is clear to me That Rumble's growth is one of the reasons that big tech platforms have stagnated. And that was CEO of Rumble, Chris uh, Pavlovsky. Let me just tell you this, folks. Let me just tell you this. Everybody is running to Rumble. Anybody who creates content is running to Rumble. And do you want to know why? Because Rumble is not on Amazon servers. Rumble has their own servers. And we got in on the ground level with Rumble. And Rumble is our home. I will never leave Rumble, and that is our primary streaming platform. And I encourage all of you to go out there tonight and get a Rumble profile because it's the wave of the future. It is where you can tell truth. 
It is where reality exists. It is where you can talk the truth about the 2020 election. It's where you can talk truth about COVID-19 and not worry about the Google and YouTube overlords, not worry about Mark Zuckerberg and the Twitter overlords. Bye-bye. We don't need you anymore. Just like we don't need Fox News. Just like we don't need CNN. We got RAV. We got Right Side Bro. We got all of it. And we're coming after the rest. Thank you, Rumble. Big shout out to Rumble. They're doing a great job. And I highly suggest that you go open up a Rumble page today. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. I do very much appreciate you every single day. I pray to God for each and every one of you every single day that you're safe, that you're healthy, that you're happy, and that you experience joy. I'm glad to know that this show brings you a little bit of some of one of those. And God bless you so very much. Remember, you can go to JeremyHerald.com. You can help out. We've got 50% items off right now on the store, 50% off items. Check them out on JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter and get yourself a free Bible if you need one. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 and again in the evening. Till then, smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. Stop screaming that we first in America